Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. So we're narrowing down our study here that we've been looking at this idea to be with Jesus, become like Jesus, and to live like Jesus. This week we'll look at the idea of becoming like Jesus, and then next week we'll conclude with that of living like Jesus. And then we'll shift gears and to go into a topic that I believe will be a great help and uh, encouragement to you, uh, considering some things that are going on in our culture today. Now, as we consider this idea of becoming like Jesus, have you ever experienced this? Maybe you've had a new friend or a new co-worker or a new classmate that you become friends with. You start spending time around, and the more you hang around them, the more you work together, spend time together, you realize maybe that you begin to say certain things that they say. Maybe you begin to uh, have mannerisms or body language that you are replicating from them. You may begin to do things uh, like they do. We may not do everything. But if you realize, I take notice over the years as I've been around new people and maybe they say things differently, they act a little different, I'll catch myself picking up maybe something they say, maybe because I like it or maybe because I keep hearing them say it. My wife or somebody will say, I've never heard you say that. Where where did that come from? Uh, My son, he's always coming up with puns and stuff. And so I'm mimicking him sometimes uh, from stuff I hear him say and so forth. So uh, it's a natural effect, I believe, of do or being around people. And sometimes we mimic things that are good. And sometimes, unfortunately, we may even mimic things that are not good or that are bad, could be bad habits or bad mannerisms. So we have to be careful with that, right? So we've been spending really a lot of weeks uh, that we're, we've been diving deep into the idea of be to be with Jesus. We've examined numerous practical tools that can help us to eliminate, remember, the busyness and the distractions that keep us from Jesus. We've pursued this in order to do what? To spend more quality time with Jesus. What is the the purpose of all that? What why would we uh take really literally weeks to look at that is so that we can not only just be with Jesus, there has to be a result from that. That's not just the the end, that's just the beginning. The next step is us becoming like Jesus. Now I spent all that time, I felt it very important because without that, the becoming and living is just not gonna happen. And I believe the emphasis and the time uh, it needs to be dedicated to that area. So now we'll move definitely quicker. So what are the results of spending all this time with Jesus? The natural effects are going to be this, to become like him. So we're going to examine this idea of becoming like Jesus and what it looks like. I have a, a passage of scripture here that I love, John 13 through 17. If you've listened long, maybe you've heard me say that. It's the night before the, the resurrection. It's the last words of a dying man to his closest friends. So however you want to look at chapters 13 through 17, it is very personal. It is very intimate. And there are some great truths uh, that Jesus shares with his followers, hence you and I. And he says here in John 15, verse 4, he says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except you abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. 
Look what he says, for without me, you can do nothing. We've talked about this idea of abiding means to stay in the same place. It means that's where you live. It's where you dwell. And he says, abide in me. And so that's where we spent all this time. What is the result of that? That we can bring forth much fruit. He says, you cannot bear fruit of yourself except you abide in me. So you and I will be fruitless Christians. We cannot become like Jesus unless we be with Jesus. Now we've taken the time to be with him. So what does it look like or how do we become like Jesus? He says this in uh, chapter 15, verse 14. Ye are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. He says, look, you're going to be my followers. You're going to be my disciples. You're going to become like me if you do whatsoever I command you. And so becoming like Jesus involves intentionality. It's not going to happen by mistake. And we're going to look on today's episode at the being intentional in our desire and in our obedience. And then on Thursday's episode, we'll look at our uh, intentionality and a willingness to change and also in our understanding of the process of becoming like Jesus. So that's the direction that we are going. So first it begins with this desire. Intentionality begins with desire. Desire is a strong feeling of wanting to have something. Maybe you have a desire to have a new car, to have clothes, to have lunch today. Maybe you have a desire to have a new home, to to have a new book bag, to have a new phone, whatever it is. You have that desire that's where it begins, which causes you to do something. You, you may have a strong feeling to experience something, to go somewhere. You may have a strong feeling to become like something or someone. Maybe you have a hero. Maybe you have a sports superstar that you follow after, and you just always have that desire. Well, man, I, I'd love to be like them. You see, desire is a strong and powerful motivator. You see, I desire a good cup of coffee in the morning. And if I'm honest, I desire another good cup of coffee around the 3 p.m. slump of the afternoon, right? That desire for that motivates me to go and grind the beans and put the filter in and pour the water in and push the button to brew the coffee. You may desire more than a friendship with him or her. You see, that desire is going to motivate you to do what? To make it happen. You see, desire is a strong and powerful motivator, and we see that throughout our lives. You see, just because we spend time around someone does not mean we will become like them. I said earlier, when we're around new people, sometimes we take on their uh, characteristics, things they do. Uh, But just because we spend time around people doesn't mean we'll become like them. There's some people I don't pick up anything from. You see, it begins when we're thinking about becoming like Jesus. It begins with a desire to be with Jesus, which we've talked about, but then it continues with a desire to become like him. The desire to be with and to become like should motivate us to do this, to make it happen. I've said it many times. And uh, two years ago, our word for the year was intentional. Nothing happens by mistake. Nothing's going to happen by accident. If you're going to become like Jesus, you're going to have to intentionally make it happen. You say, I want the desire maybe, but I I can't seem to find it. Or maybe you say, look, I have the desire and much like everything else in life, it's like a roller coaster. It's just up and down, up and down. It, It comes and goes. You say, I understand that. I've been there where I've desired to have desire. 
You, I've desired to keep the desire, and it comes and goes through situations in life and through circumstances. And sometimes we feel guilty because we're like, I want the desire, but it's not there. You see, sometimes, many times, desire is this. It's a choice. Sometimes we're looking for that natural just inclination, and sometimes that's there. But sometimes desire is a choice. It is a choice to choose something in priority over something else. We talked about getting the busyness and the distractions out. We're choosing to make Jesus a priority over something else. If we're going to become like Jesus, we have to have that desire. And sometimes that desire is there naturally, and sometimes it's not. Because life drowns it out. Stress drowns it out. Anxiety zaps it. Depression just uh, covers it up. And you can't even hardly find it. Situations at work and financial straps, and I can go on and on and on. And sometimes desire is a choice. We choose to become like Jesus. We make that a priority in our life over something that would take the place of that, something that is stealing the time from it, something that is robbing the attention from it. You see, when my desire is missing for Jesus, I may need to stop and evaluate my heart and life. If my desire is missing and I'm having a hard time choosing that desire, I need to stop and evaluate what is distracting me from making that choice. What is pulling on me to pull my desire away? You see, when I identify that, I must choose to remove it or ensure I choose him over it. So intentionally, uh, intentionality begins with a desire, but it continues with obedience. And that's what he was saying in John 15, 14. Ye are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. You see, Jesus relates our friendship and discipleship with this, with obedience. You see, obedience is this. It's key to becoming like Jesus. There's no way we can become like Jesus without it. It sounds so basic, right? If we're not obedient to the, the life and teachings of Jesus, how on earth could we ever become like him, right? It sounds so basic, but it is so true and so crucial in our lives. But so many times, this, this, this idea or this, this truth of obedience is the issue. We say we want to follow him. We say out loud or even to ourselves, we want to be with him and to become like our master, but then we pick and choose what we want to follow. We pick and choose certain teachings, certain actions, certain ways that Jesus uh, has invited us to follow him to the neglect of others. You see, we pick and choose what we want to become like. You can't become like Jesus if you're only picking up a few traits. Remember the person at work or that friend? You're only picking up a few things. You're not becoming them or like them. You see, when we only pick a few things... We can't become like Jesus. You see, becoming like Jesus is this. It's an all or nothing thing. It's all or nothing. You're either all in or you're not. It requires obedience, not to just what we want to follow, but even the teachings that we do not. Jesus said, ye are my friends. Ye are my disciples. Ye are my followers. You are becoming like me if you do whatsoever I command you. Notice the verse says this, whatsoever I command you. It's not some of what I command you. It's not most of what I command you. It's not what you like that I command you. It's not what you want, but it's this, it's any and everything that I say. 
You see, obedience will not happen by accident. It is a choice. So what do we learn? This this idea of us spending time with Jesus in order to become like him, it requires continual intentionality. And that begins there with the desire. And desire many times is a choice in our lives, a choice to do what? To be obedient. To be obedient not to some, not to part, but to all that Jesus teaches us. Now, as we come together on Thursday's episode, we'll take this idea a little bit further. And with the idea of a, we have to be willing to change. Now, that can rub us wrong. What are we going to talk about there? And then understanding the process of becoming like Jesus. Join us on Thursday as we look at these next two truths in this idea. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.